guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Single Moms podcast. I'm your host, Khalifa. Today we have a lovely lady called Jessica Avey from the UK, guys. She is a limiting belief coach. Um, on your page, it says, I give women the tools they need to reframe their mindset from limiting to limit- limitless. And um, I love the ethos surrounding the page. I watched a movie called Limitless, actually, whereby he could take a, a pill and he could... Um, he knew it all. He could read a book within one in, in a day. And when I um, look at my life and the, the things in regards to like limiting beliefs, I want to speak to you today because I feel like our inner critic needs to shut up. And we are the ones that create the limits. We put ourselves in, in a box. And I think that ultimately the pandemic has showed me that life is too short. If you want to do something, do it. it doesn't have to be perfect the more mistakes you make now will teach you later you know so I really really love the ethos surrounding your page I love the fact that you're gonna help empower women so please Jessica tell the audience a bit about yourself your platform and how you can help our sisters <laughs> amazing thank you so much that was such a wonderful introduction and thank you so much as well for having me on here I always just think when someone kind of passes the mic to you and they let you stand on their stage with their audience it's just such a a wonderful gift so thank you um so yeah I'm Jess I am a single mum of two boys who are five and seven Um, and I've also got a Frenchie puppy because I didn't think that being a single mum during lockdown was enough (laughs) of a challenge I thought I'd throw a dog into the mix as well Um, but I guess my kind of my story is that I I was in a really unhappy marriage and I mean, from the outside, it probably looked like a wonderful marriage. And we had the big house and the fast cars and the, you know, nice holidays and lots of extreme highs. Like, there were really extreme highs, but also very extreme lows. And you'd only have to come in the house for 10 minutes before you, you know, hear screaming and there's holes in the walls. And, you know, it just, it wasn't, it was a really, really toxic environment. And I think having kids, we were like, we'll keep trying. And you know, we would break up and get back together and break up and get back together. And it was just a very, very toxic situation. And it got to the point where uh, I think probably like the second to last time that we broke up, I got really, really depressed. Mm. And I just kind of started noticing that we weren't happy. There was no love there. There was no passion. We didn't, we didn't love each other. I don't think we even liked each other. But yet I felt so heartbroken at the thought of him moving on and us not being together. And there was definitely an element of there's a grieving process there. And this is something that I not to kind of like jump, jump around. But when I speak to clients who are in a really unhappy marriage, but they're really sad about it. And they're like, I don't know why I'm sad, because it's not the right thing. Or like he, he wasn't a nice person it's okay to be sad about it because it's a grieving process and you're grieving the life that you thought you would have and obviously there were good parts otherwise you wouldn't have been with that person at some point so there was a big element of me grieving but there was also this big element of I didn't like him I didn't love him we weren't happy why am I so depressed about this like why can't I've, I've got what I wanted I didn't want to be with him in the end 
but I just I, I got really really depressed and so I went on this big kind of self-development journey anything anything that could make me happy because I thought you know I've got two beautiful boys my family all around me my health you know my work I had so much but I was so depressed mm. so I tried you know exercise nutrition crystals journaling mindsets like manifesting all this stuff yeah. and it made a really really big difference like it it massively transformed my life and where so previous to being a coach I was a blogger and a youtuber and a massive oversharer so I shared you know so I shared my birth of my second child on YouTube you can go watch oh give birth on YouTube if you want <laughs> Um, but I shared so much of the, like happy family stuff and I'm using quotation marks with my fingers because you know behind the scenes it wasn't mm. but then I also shared a lot of the we've broken up we're back together we've broken up um we've had to go in the middle of the night to my parents house I don't have a car now like you know I, I shared so much of the journey there were so many stories of me like Instagram stories crying in my car like I just want to be happy again um, but then people saw the transition to me gaining weight because um, I, I lost so much weight where I got really depressed, like an unhealthy amount. Um, and I was just, I looked dead behind the eyes. Mm. I look back at like stories and pictures then and I just, I was like a shell of a person. And people saw this transition and I started to get women messaging me like, you know, my husband's just left me or I'm in an unhappy relationship or just, you know, I'm not happy. I look like the person you were. Yeah. How do I get to where you are now? And it, like, even though there was, I, I felt so much better, but there was still this big element of deep down, I still didn't feel happy. Yeah. That, that still, yeah. And I still felt rejected and I still felt like, I still felt like I wanted my ex back mm. and I still felt um, like something was missing. And even though, yeah, I, you know, I've gained a healthy amount of weight again and I was seeing friends and I was laughing and I, you know, I got my own place and, and my own car and, you know, I, things were changing, but I still didn't feel happy. Yeah. And then I had this opportunity to do a life coaching qualification. I actually, I won it through, um, did you watch Love Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Johnny Mitchell? No, I can't remember Johnny. He came in, I think he dated Camilla, maybe. Um, but anyway, he started working with his coaching company. He ran this competition. I entered it and I won a life coaching qualification. That is wicked. Awesome. Yeah. And I just thought, do you know what? I'm pretty much doing this in my DMs anyway, mm -hmm. like giving advice. And with my skincare business, I had kind of 50 women in my team that I was coaching in like a business way. So I thought, do you know what, even if I just do it, just so that, like, not even as a business, yeah. but just to kind of help people more, yeah, like, yeah. up-level my skills. And I didn't realise that. So I did this whole qualification. And each week I was like, this is healing me. Yeah. Like, this is making me realise that you can go to the gym, you can eat healthily, you can use crystals, all of these things. But if you don't sort out what's inside of you... Yeah. Like nothing's going to change and yeah I, so I did the coaching qualification I then did NLP mm -hmm. which is neuro-linguistic programming which is we mentioned kind of before we started recording about oh no actually was it once you started recording limitless yeah but, um when we do NLP we kind of 
refer it to like the matrix, like you take the red pill or the blue, oh, <coughs> blue wow. pill. Okay, yeah. And it's the same as like with Limitless, you take that pill and life's not the same again because oh. you suddenly learn all these new processes and like you learn that you can see life in a different way. Yeah. Like you can process reality in a different way. Yeah. And it's so powerful. And in doing that, my life, like my internal life changed. And I started realizing, okay, I'm not happy because I've still got this belief that I've been rejected or I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. So despite now having my own house, my car, you know, all of these things, I like inside, I'm not happy. I don't feel like I'm worthy. I don't feel like I'm enough. So I find that a lot of a lot of times um, I'm going to use like a swimming analogy that many women stay in like dead end relationships or you find out that you're not happy and you just carry on swimming and you try and overcompensate because you do not want to stay still and potentially drown. Um, And and that's how I feel like a lot of us, a lot of women, we stay in certain situations because we just feel like if I don't move, if I don't pretend like I'm happy, if I don't go to the gym, just do a number of things just to um, sugarcoat on that situation because we don't want to sit with that emotion. And we know that if we stay still, we could potentially drown. And up until the time that we sort out your mindset, which I love platforms like yours, it teaches you how to float, you know, and just lay back and realize that everything that you have is already within you. You just have to switch on that light you have to switch on that light. And sometimes we get to the place where it's rock bottom and that's when we have to like make a change, but it's been chipping away. You have known that your emotions are chipping away, chipping away, but you have been ignoring it. It's like our intuition, like with my my son's dad, I knew the day he cheated on me. I just knew it, you know? And we just, we pretend like we don't know when our intuition is just, Friggin' amazing. So thank you, God, for giving us magnificent um, intuition. But like yeah. we need to, we need to look at the the future person. Cause I always say that even with my work and what I do, I want the future me, the future Khalifa, to thank thank me for, for today. So I put things in place like, yeah, I will rather inconvenience myself now to know that later on, my my when I go into the future, my, my future Khalifa would thank me like, do you know what? You put in the work, sis. Well done. And I know it sounds yeah. so weird. I'm not crazy, but no, but it doesn't. But do you also do you thank past you now? No, I don't like that woman in the past. <laughs> but all of the things that she did, and this is what I love: everything in life is a lesson and a blessing. So all of those things that I've been through, like so, for example, breaking up with the boy's dad even though it was the most painful thing I've ever been through, I'm so grateful I went through it because I am where I am now. And even though there were decisions that I made that I wish I hadn't made and like, you know, actions that I took or, you know, I wish I hadn't stayed stuck in these thought processes, I'm glad that I did because they pushed me to heal. Okay, yeah. So like, even though you're like, I don't like Khalifa from how like five years ago, two years ago, whatever, she got you to where you are now and not liking her is what pushed you to get out of your comfort zone. That is true, yeah. But, you know, we're like you are saying about the whole, you know, we we kind of stay and we keep moving, but we, we still kind of stay in that same position. Yeah. And it's our comfort zone is really uncomfortable. But quite often we're like, I'd rather the discomfort of my comfort zone than the discomfort of stepping out of it. Yeah. But it's about realizing like, yeah, but if, like, 
if they're both going to be uncomfortable, you might as well step out and try something new. Yeah. I wasn't happy, but the thought of then being on my own was terrifying. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll stay in this uncomfortable comfort zone. So, so how do you, make sense. so how do you teach women how to sit with that emotion? So I do a lot of journaling with my coaching, um, which it's just, so the main thing for me is identifying that however you feel is okay. Like as humans, we're born to feel a range of emotions. It's, you know, if we didn't feel sadness, anger, jealousy, like we wouldn't be human, that's normal. So when we attach this shame to that, it, it makes it so much harder to heal yeah you know when we're saying like, I don't know why I'm so angry or if we feel sad and we distract ourselves with like Netflix or going on a date with someone else or you know so often people will go through a breakup they'll meet someone else straight away because yeah. they can't they can't sit in that space and so I just I, I really like to instill in the ladies that I work with that like it's safe to feel all of that yeah like, we're yin and yang we're dark and light we're supposed to feel like whole spectrum of of emotions and it's safe to do it and I use the bin analogy whereby if the bin in your kitchen was full and rather than taking it out like to the outside bin you just pushed it like tied it up pushed it down and put a new bin bag on top of it it might save you the job of going outside maybe in the rain maybe the bin bag will split and you'll get bin juice all over you and you know you have to see your annoying neighbor when you go outside you know it might save you the job of doing that but eventually that bin bag is going to stink in your kitchen yeah the smell is going to come through you're going to get flies maggots maybe even rats and no amount of room sprays candles and stuff like that is going to make it any better yeah like you have to take out the trash and it's the same with our emotions like you can say like oh, i'll just go on a date with someone else i'll just go and get drunk i'll go and go shopping and spend loads of money um watch loads of netflix you're like i'll distract myself it's just going to stay there mm. and that's what it was for me i was going to the gym i was doing all the good things it's not like i was you know i wasn't drinking and having loads of sex and i mean which you know are good things as well but <laughs> You know, I, I was, I felt like I was healthily trying to heal, yeah. but I was sat in this victim mentality. Mm. He's done this to me. You know, I'm, I don't need to change anything. And suddenly I realized like, hang on a minute. I stayed there. Like mm-hmm. it's the whole accountability. Like you said, you know, you, you knew deep down that your ex had cheated, but you just didn't want to, you didn't want to admit it because you didn't want to step out of that comfort zone yeah and it's about not taking accountability in the sense of it's my fault or it's okay what they did or I deserved it or anything like that but accountability of do you know what I am in control of where I am and how I perceive things yeah and how I take this forward and I can choose to sit in this and play the victim or I can choose to say no do you know what they're not going to hold that power over me anymore I'm yeah. going to take this power back. I have the choice over how I, do I see this as a blessing or a lesson? Yeah. Like, do I use it to move forward? No, you're, you're completely right. And I love the fact that you touched upon um, earlier about journaling, because I used to journal, journal when I was going through. Um, obviously, I, with, I don't, you don't know my, my circumstances. With my son's dad, we were together for t- on and off for 10 years. And then when I got pregnant, in the relationship, I had a termination. 
And I said that as something that I would never do again because I feel like it's a lot, it's something that a lot of women don't really talk about terminations and the after effects. Yeah. I remember I was at home watching an advert, a Pampers advert, and I was crying for like two hours. So I didn't actually deal with my emotions. So one thing I said was, I'm never having another termination. So when I got pregnant again, he um, said, Well, I don't want this child get rid I was like I'm not doing it and I didn't know at that time that he had got another lady pregnant <laughs> so right. um, yeah so he'd got another girl pregnant and he got engaged to her got married and he said well if you have this child I want nothing to do with you or the child and I was like do you know what Bob's your uncle Jules your aunt you can go and I've been doing it by myself for 10 years but the reason why I say the whole history is because I will I was journaling throughout my pregnancy and um, I put all the stuff in the attic and one time I was like clearing out the attic and I opened up the journal and when I tell you like I want to I want to go back and hug her yeah and then the reason why I even said earlier that I didn't like her because she was such a victim and she um past Khalifa just would go cry and we'd be like woe is me and obviously the, the circumstances suck do you understand but um yeah I I wouldn't say I just couldn't switch on the light because I, I I say that I've said it to someone before that when he left my my house and he said I want nothing to do with you I opened the door to depression I opened the door to sadness I opened the door to every negative thing you can think of so he left and I just left the door open and just let everything come in and I didn't realize I had a, I could choose my emotions and that's why like I said earlier I love platforms like you that will teach women that you know you are limitless okay you're in a circumstance that isn't great but you can still choose you can still make a choice you can yeah. still make a choice so that's why like journaling anyone that's out there Jessica you've got your own journal as well that you can <laughs> tell, tell the audience about but it, it really shows you your emotional gauge and your yeah. mind and it is so amazing and it's so powerful I can't rave about it enough so please tell us a bit about journaling and why it's so important as well <laughs> after I've given you like my whole history thank you no but do you know what like just to touch on what you said about like letting you let the door open for depression and sadness and things and and that's okay because you need to you need to feel those things at some yeah. point and like I I remember doing this video and I was laid on the floor in my office right here yeah. and I was just at the like depths of depression I just felt horrendous and I was laid on the floor crying and I just did a video like I just want to make this video so that when future me looks back and, and every so often I look at it and it breaks my heart yeah. I've shared a clip on one of my reels I think um and I just looked like this little like shell of a woman or like <laughs> curled up on the floor yeah. but I had to get to that point to realize like enough's enough yeah I need to change something and also to be able to appreciate the highs yeah like we're always going to go through these like seasons mm -hmm. like you're gonna have your winter and spring always comes mm. and every time you feel really low it's just remembering okay but spring always comes and then summer and then there'll be another winter and it's just life is cyclical and that's just how it works um but yeah I think it's about being like it's okay that I let depression in and sadness in because Ooh. it served a purpose even though it was it was pretty horrible to experience it served a purpose mm. um but yeah that's what I love to do so I have a membership and we do weekly journaling sessions and it's just so wonderful because journaling is one of those tools that you can use to set goals you can 
um, like script out what you want to manifest. You can heal, you can release, you can um, put your to-do list, you can write gratitude. Like there's so much that you can do with journaling. And so I've got my mind dump journal, which is Beautiful. just it's plain lines. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, it's plain lines because at the beginning of every journaling session, and it's what I do like every morning and every evening, a mind dump, mm. which is a horrible name, but I can't think of anything else. <laughs> um, but yeah, a mind dump where you just empty your mind because the majority of the time we're either living in like worries about the future or fears um, like pain of the past. Wow. And our mind, it doesn't know the difference between what's real or imaginary. So if, for example, you're terrified of snakes and like having a snake crawl up your arm is going to make you feel awful, seeing one on TV or having a, like just thinking about one, you might get that same like heart palpitations, sweats, like your body will tense up. Yeah. And it's the same with pleasurable things as well. Like having great sex, you're going to feel amazing. Thinking about great sex, you're going to feel amazing. Yeah. Like we can create these feelings and our minds don't know the difference. So when we're sat there and we're worrying about something in the future, we're putting our bodies through that. Yeah. And it's like, firstly, it might, yes, it might happen, that bad thing you're worrying about. You're going to go through it anyway. So why put yourself through it now when you're going to experience it? But also it might not happen, in which case you're literally putting yourself through this pain for nothing. And I remember... Um, it was when the boy's dad was first going to introduce the boys to his new girlfriend. And I, for about a week, like I made myself sick. I didn't eat. I was stressed. I, a cold sore came up. I was snappy with the kids. It was going to be horrendous. They were going to love her more than me. Like it consumed me. The weekend came and I didn't even think about it. I went out with my friends. They came back. They were like, yeah, they met her. It was fine. Mm. And that was it. So I'd spent this whole week thinking about how awful this weekend's going to be. And I'm going to just sit there and cry and I'm going to hate it. And, but it was fine. Yeah. So I created this state for nothing. And it's the same when we're reliving something from the past. And it's not as easy to just say, you know, just don't think about it. Yeah. That's where tools like this come in, but you've experienced it already. You know, when you replay like conversations that have happened or just any kind of traumatic event and you feel it like you're going through it again. Yeah. So with journaling, it's about like emptying your mind, just like as if you're having a phone call with a friend and you're just venting and just with the mind dump, you're just getting it all out so you can focus on the present moment. Yeah. And you can do it in a positive way as well. Like I said, like the sex example, you can like script out like this is what I'm going to create and this is how it's going to feel and like a happy memory that you've had you can write about and really like step into the feeling yeah like, if we've got the power to think about crappy things we've got the power to make ourselves feel really good as well yeah no that's that's you're right completely right um tell us a bit about um your course heal to reveal and membership yeah so so with the the membership it's a monthly membership it's 33 pounds a month and it's for the woman who's ready to just level up and to become or not even become because we're already these badass empowered goddesses but it's remembering yeah. and this is the thing like when we have these limiting beliefs quite often we talk a lot about we'll go from like believing that you're unworthy you've got to teach yourself that you are worthy 
and it's not it's about like for, like un, unraveling that and remembering because at your core mm. like when you were born whether it's you know god universe source whatever your higher power is you are worthy mm. like you're just you're worthy because you are not because of any of these like your car your relationship status your who you surround yourself with like you are worthy so it's almost like like yeah just going back to remembering I'm worthy mm. um so that's like a, a big part of the membership and we do weekly journaling sessions I do monthly group coaching calls monthly master classes I bring special guests in every month as mm. um, so we've had someone come in to do like crystals art therapy like we painted the coffee um to do like about nutrition and yoga and female embodiment and all sorts and it's just I wanted somewhere for the women who they want that accountability mm -hmm. they want to be able to you know every week be like right I can jump on a call with like-minded women if I want to participate and chat in the comments I can if I want to just sit back and journal quietly I can yeah, yeah. And there's you know the Facebook group and they get daily messages of affirmation and oh, loads nice. of them have started meeting up in real life and it's just yeah it's like a high vibe tribe of women who just some of them are single mums some of them don't have kids they're single some of them are happily married some have businesses some don't know what they want to do with their job they all want to just feel better yeah they oh, just want to like live at their full potential oh that's awesome that you've created like um, a community brilliant and plus um it's I, sometimes I feel like you need a tribe um you you really really need a tribe someone that you can just you know vent vent to journal and vent to someone and someone that understands as well your walk you know like if someone's been divorced if you've got women on your platform that um are single moms they can you know sit down and talk to each other about you know life yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's I think memberships are so important tribes are so important and thankfully like as much as this pandemic has pulled us apart we've all come together with social media I've, I've found anyway and it's like a dominoes effect of of good you can go down a rabbit hole yeah. of someone's page and find out helpful tricks and tips that I didn't even right, when I was on Instagram not too long ago I was looking at um someone had a post about your inner child and how to identify what your inner child was and then it looked at the kind of person you'd be today and I was like oh my god like these things are so accurate but I wouldn't have known that if not for social media so yeah it's just, yeah creating the tribe is, is absolutely fantastic so um what do you wish more women knew um following your experience of dealing with limiting beliefs I wish that they knew that they have the power over how they perceive their experiences and their reality I wish people knew like what limiting beliefs were and that they have them because as soon as you know like hang on it's it's like we're all walking around with these like big thick glasses on and we're all seeing like me and you could both look at the same situation and perceive it completely differently depending on what we've experienced through our lives yeah. and like throughout our childhood so for example there could be a woman walking down the road and she's got this beautiful bright colored dress on she's got her red lipstick her hair's all blown out like just and she's walking with such confidence mm. if say i had grown up with maybe a mum who always told me like stop showing off mm. like, i don't know maybe i walked in and it was my mum and my aunties and i 
started dancing and singing and she went shush be quiet like sit down stop showing off um, and then maybe I went into school with like my brand new hair clip in when I was six and the other girls were like oh that's horrible take it off and then I went like got dressed up to go on a night out and my boyfriend when I was 19 said oh you can't wear that yeah because of all of these experiences I would then maybe have this belief of well you know being dressed up like that means that you're a show off that you're cocky that you're um, going to get the wrong attention yeah. whereas you may have had an upbringing whereby you were told like wear the bright colors like you know or you just you never had any of those put downs mm. or you know maybe you put your hand up in class and the teacher chose you and you got to answer the question and, and you know you, you had a different experience you might see that woman and go like yes girl you look amazing mm. look how confident she is and it, it's the same thing. It's the same thing we're seeing. It's just two different perspectives based on our beliefs. Mm. So I just, for women to know that, hang on, this situation is what it is. Rain is rain. Rain to a farmer is a blessing when they haven't had rain for months. Rain to a mum planning an outdoor birthday party is a disaster. Mm. Like, the rain is the rain. Nothing's going to change about it. It is what it is. We we have power to see like what lens am I looking at that through and if you can just lift off that lens and be like hang on a minute it just is what it is it's a woman walking down the street in a bright colored dress with red lipstick looking fabulous in my opinion but that it is what it is yeah. how I feel how I'm triggered is purely based on my beliefs which yeah. you know have been created by my experiences and we have beliefs in everything our work relationships um self-image like money everything mm. and when we can just realize that we start to get that accountability of hang on a minute has this person done something wrong or am I just associating it with a past belief mm. am I not going to get this job if I go for it or is it just because a teacher told me I would never amount to anything mm. am I going to get rejected by this guy or is it just because my three previous relationships haven't worked out so I'm assuming that's what's going to happen yeah. But how do you then pinpoint which um, emotion is um, the present and which one is the past limiting belief? So it's just about getting really, like really getting to know yourself. So like in the beginning of my journal, I've got three intentions and I set these at the beginning of all of my journal sessions as well. And it's to... Is I release what no longer serves me, I call in my wildest desires and I get to know myself at my purest level, my soul. And a big thing about doing this journaling is you're getting to know yourself. It's that self-discovery and you'll start to identify these patterns. And like if you're journaling every night, you don't, you know, I never like to say it has to be every morning, every night. But if you're doing it regularly, you'll start to notice like this upset me today. And then you can go a bit deeper and be like, okay, well, when did that last happen? Does that happen every time I'm on the school run, every time I'm with this person, every time I'm at work? And you just, you'll start to get to know yourself more. Yeah. Now that's amazing. I think of the, yeah, like you said, that the biggest relationship that we have to um, deal with is ourselves and understanding ourselves. And like we mentioned earlier about the past us and the present us and the future us that we need to kind of synthesize together. Um, yeah, and I was going to ask you. I think you kind of answered it though, um, in regards to like the inner critic. So, 
if we journal and we pinpoint some of our limiting beliefs, how then can we fight back our inner critic today? Okay, so with the inner critic, a tool that I really like, and it's worked for a lot of the women in my membership, is to imagine her or him as a separate person. Yeah. So completely take, like, imagine you had this best friend who was with you all the time and they were really negative. They judged other people, judged you. They saw the bad in everything. They were always moaning, always talking. You wouldn't want to spend time with them, would you? You'd be like, just give me some space, go away. But that's what, with our inner critic, we're carrying around this, it's like, it's like this person. And I think being able to separate from that and like give them a name, give them a look. Like, yeah, like it could be that you... I don't know, like what, so one of the ladies in my membership, she's got Susan and she will literally say like, fuck off Susan when she has a negative thought or for oh me. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, but it could be that you, you visualize like Donald Trump or mm-hmm. like Scrooge from the Christmas Carol or like, you know, you just, it could be mm-hmm. someone ridiculous. It could be you, but just like a version of you that you like a really oh past version of you. Um, and like for me, I started this kind of, trick where I would if I felt myself self-sabotaging I'd give myself a side eye (laughs) and it sounds really silly but almost as if to be like you're there like that's not me I am not like this isn't my truth it's not who I am or and you could say like no thank you Mm. or just put your hand obviously if you're out in public you don't want to just suddenly go no thank you (laughs) maybe just in your head (laughs) yeah Um, or you just like put your hand up to be like stop (laughs) but just have something for you and but for me it's a side eye and even if it's just I imagine myself doing one if I'm not in public I don't just randomly start doing side eyes but yeah just to really say like hang on this isn't me Mm. and you can say thank you for your opinion because your inner critic it it serves a purpose it's trying to keep you safe it's trying to say like don't do that because you might get hurt yeah or you know you don't want to embarrass yourself you don't want to be rejected so it's 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 got good intentions like fight or flight yeah exactly it's the whole like you know there might be a saber-toothed tiger out there so like don't put yourself out there but that's our like caveman brain and we're in the 21st century now so we you know we need to um it just hasn't up, it hasn't kind of upgraded from that so you know it helps in terms of judgment of like you know don't step across the road without looking both ways don't just drink that without checking there's not a wasp in it or you know there's just there's things like that but um it does it too much yeah. so I think it's about being like do you know what thank you for that opinion yeah, when you I know you're trying to help me until it's it's been sacked <laughs> yeah like thank you but I'm going to try something else now instead yeah but I think really separating from that inner critic is so powerful yeah that is so awesome Jessica where can people find you on social media join your membership get your journal so, yeah so well I'm on Instagram I'm Jessica AV UK which I will change it because AV is my married name and I I want to go back to my maiden name um but up for a while it'll be Jessica AV UK um and yeah the, the link is in my bio there my website is heal to reveal uh, it's heal heal to reveal dot um and you can find the membership you can find Uh, my courses I have two different 12-week courses which are self-led you can do them online Um, one is a limiting belief transformation course 
and the other one is misindependent for single women. So it's taking them through the process of realizing like they are whole as they are and going from like surviving mode to thriving mode. And it's just so powerful. Um, so yeah, all, all of the stuff you can find on there. My journal is available on Amazon. It's called the Mind Dump Journal. Um, but I can also, I, I can, um, I don't know, are you able to do a link? I say I can give you a thing where um, people can yeah, get yeah, okay. two weeks in the membership for five pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be, awesome. be awesome. Yes, yes, I definitely can do that. Okay, perfect. Yeah, brilliant. Jessica, thank you so much for taking up the time and coming on the podcast. Oh, Khalifa, thank you so much. It's been so wonderful. Brilliant. I'm breaking your arms, I lose control when I get there.